Have you ever wondered about untold stories, fractured memories with missing pieces? Hola, I'm Jerónima Garza with stories deep in the heart. Join me on a quest to learn about the time que se apareció el diablo. Picture a backyard in the barrio around 1965. Mama is hanging clothes on a breezy December afternoon while the children continue a day-long argument. Tired of it, Mama issued a warning. Si no dejan de pelear, se les va a el diablo. That's my barrio. While other kids are told Santa Claus is coming to town, Chicanitos in Catula are warned about El Diablo. The barrio's official name is La Salle Town, but more often referred to as the Mexican side of the tracks. The La Salle Town name was forgotten but Spanish and cultural practices remain strong. Mama must have known El Diablo had been appearing at Don Tranquilino Miranda's Pastorela. It's a play of the shepherd's journey in encountering the newborn Christ. Did we listen? No, hombre, estos chicanitos no le tenían miedo ni al Diablo. While waiting for the play to start, you guessed it. El Diablo made his grand appearance. Todo red, angry, growling, and swinging a fort red tail. Igual que el de la lotería. ¿Qué les dije? Mamá showed absolutely no sympathy. So what was that all about? I've learned that el diablo who scared us was an actor in Don Tranquilino Miranda's Pastorela. St. Michael the Archangel announces the Savior's birth to the shepherds, but El Diablo won't have it. Thus, the struggle begins. ¿Qué es lo que practicaban del Diablo? Que ven, que, que, sal, yo lo sé, no me decía, pero salía el Diablo a perturbar a los pastores. Eso sí me acuerdo de lo que decían. Y decía, yo me acuerdo, mamá dijo, ¿y quién es el Diablo? Dijo, Socorro Rios never attended a pastorela. Young ladies didn't attend night events. The pastorela started after midnight mass. However, her brothers Jose and Andres would tell her what happened. 
Don Tranquilino didn't just get the attention of unruly Chicanitos. He captured the attention of John Lomax, who in 1934 recorded Pastorella music. In addition, Lomax gave us a glimpse of a vaquero community in Mexican-American history. La Corrida de Kansas gives us a version Hollywood never did. Twenty Americanos couldn't load the wild steers. Don Tranquilino's Pastorella, however, taught humility. No claims are made that one vaquero alone did the loading. So, who was John Lomax? Lomax is best known as the folklorist with a vision for preservation of American folk music. John Lomax wrote about Don Tranquilino Miranda. In Cotula, Texas, a Mexican farmer has kept alive a much older religious play, Los Pastores, which he presents each Christmas for the pleasure of his friends and neighbors. I shall never forget my first sight of this man. We had driven over miles of winding roads through mesquite and cactus thickets and suddenly came upon a red field of newly turned red earth, which bore all the signs of a field dotted with mesquite stumps. There, in the center of this, a raw, clearing, powerfully built man, his tawny skin gleaming in the sun, was hacking at a tough mesquite stump. Our friend hailed him, and he came striding across the furrows with his axe. He greeted us with dignified words across the barbed wire fence. This is the director of Los Pastores. Don Tranquilino may have hacked at mesquite trees by day, but his pastorela work is significant. Dr. Maria Elia Cantu, former president of the American Folklife Society, wrote her dissertation on La Pastorelas. In my view, any time that you have communal action, activity, where it entails collaboration, negotiating uh, with each other to produce something, to perform something, there's benefit. And several, I would say in three levels. First, at the social level, because... The, the strong community um, lazos que existen. I, I don't know if you're Spanish. If yes, I code switch. Ah, bueno, because I code switch a lot. I do too. <laughs> and I think, más que nada, it's just the bonding, the, the kind of, and it's the same families that do it every year. So there's that continuity. And it's passed on from one generation to the next. So there's also that um, idea, the continuity, but also the idea of it being generational. This man had learned the full book of the mystery from his father, he from his father. And so it had come from the past down by word of mouth from one tough-handed Mexican farmer to the next. A whole libretto with all its songs its cues, its costume and stage business. That evening, this rural man 
of the theater and his troupe came with their belled shepherd stades and sang for our recording machine. Are Pastorella still around? I actually went to San Juan Bautista because Teatro Campesino is a Chicano theater group that's been around since the 60s. And they started doing it fairly early, I would say in the 70s, every other year. One year they do the Virgen de Guadalupe, and then the next year they do the Pastorella, and they exchange, every winter they do that. So it's been around for a long time, uh, and that's still ongoing. I went to see it when I was living in California about 20 years ago, but I talked to, to Luis, and I don't know when that was. We were at a conference, and I asked him, he said, oh, yeah, we're still doing the, the Pastorella. It's very popular. Mi nombre es Juan Miranda, hijo del señor Don Tranquilino Miranda. Hacía él la pastorela ahí en Cotula, Texas. No sabía yo cómo él podía presentar la producción porque era una producción grande uh, quizás hasta tres horas cuando salía del trabajo y empezaba a buscar la gente que iban a ser pastores o diablos o el ángel o la gila o la Virgen María el Señor San José uh, y íbamos a hablar con esas personas y pedirles que participaran. Fue a Dile, Texas, porque había alguien ahí que uh, había participado y creo que le ha de haber dicho a mi papá que cuando hiciera el programa que viniera a hablar con él. Y también me recuerdo que fuimos a Pearsall, Texas. Y me estoy recordando que pues teníamos familiares en Pearsall. Y posiblemente uno de los parientes este, eran los que mi papá iba a hablar con ellos. Hasta ahorita todavía. No sé cómo mi padre podría dirigir una producción tan grande. Estoy muy orgulloso de él. This episode was hosted and directed by Jerónima Garza, a 2022 Community Folklife Fellow. The Folklorist Next Door is brought to you by Texas Folklife. Our technical producer is J.A. Strub. Our executive producer is Janelle Ramirez. To learn more about the fellows and their projects, visit texasfolklife.org. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts.